get started this morning. If, if you're able to stand, you go ahead and stand for me. And if you have your Bible or your app or whatever you're going to be uh, searching the scriptures with this morning, if you want to go ahead and make your way to the Old Testament book of Psalm, and we'll be looking at Psalms 100, we'll read uh, all five verses today, all five verses. The Old Testament book of Psalm, Psalm 100, verse 1 through 5. If you have it, say amen. If you're not there yet, say hold on. I heard you. I'll hold on. Just want to, even though pastor's not here this morning, still give honor to him and um, appreciate his allowing me to be here. Also, Sister Valerie allowing me to stand before you. This morning, it is counted a great honor and privilege this morning, and I do want to give honor to her, honor is due this morning to our First Lady who is here in attendance. I waited a long time. Are you there yet? Psalm 100, starting at the first verse. The Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. That's right, you know it. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made it, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. I heard somebody get happy when I said, he is good. I heard someone else get happy when I said, his mercy is everlasting. We should all get happy about that. And if you can't get happy about that, you're not going to get happy about much. You can't get happy about the fact that his mercy is, is everlasting, is unending. And the fact that we serve a good God, there's not much that's going to move you this morning. All right, before you take a seat, you mind raising a hand, uh, two if you got them, and just let's uh, pray this morning before we really get started. Jesus, I thank you for everyone that's here this morning, Lord God, everyone who's uh, gotten up and made their way to the house, Lord Jesus, to, to give you praise and to give you worship, to honor you, Lord God. And in this time we have together, I pray that we come together in mind, Lord God. I pray that we come together in thought, Lord God, and receive a word from you, Lord. I believe there is a word today to go forth, and I pray that it be received, Lord God, with ears that are ready to hear, Lord God, and hearts that are ready, Lord God, to be transformed, Lord God, and moved by the word, God. I thank you for whatever you're going to do today, Lord God. Whatever you do, Jesus, it's going to be good. It's going to be right. And it's going to be good because it's going to be from you. As you take a seat this morning, can we clap our hands as unto the Lord this morning. Today's lesson has a simple title, Greatly to be Praised. Greatly to be Praised. And as we go through it, we'll see that there's a lot of things, uh, people, that can be praised, but it's really about the direction of our praise, the intended target of our praise. And by the end of this, hopefully I'll uh, put two and two together. We'll get four here. We're greatly to be praised. And in this time we have together this morning, I, I just want to share three reasons. If you stick with me long enough, three reasons why it's God that should get our praise. Three reasons why God should get our praise. So the text here is admonishing us to, to praise the Lord. It's saying, give thanks and, and bless his name. Verse 1, and, and when I said it, somebody was reading it with me, said, uh, uh, all ye lands, that's, that's every nation, that's, that's everyone. See, when we're talking about praise, no one is excluded. All right? Everyone can get in on this thing called praise. No one is to be left out. No one's to be left out. Praising the Lord should be done with, with gladness. It's something that if we're praising him and we're not happy about it, we're, we're missing something. Something's off. But if we're praising, it should be done with gladness, a joy and jubilation. We should come this way. Why? Because we're coming in the presence of the king. How we present ourselves to the king, it matters. 
when we come before the king, it's, it's important how we present ourselves specifically. This king, he's the king of kings. So if I, if I wasn't going to come correctly before because of this occasion, every time I come into his presence, I'm going to make sure that, that I come correct when I'm coming when I'm coming to God and I'm giving him praise. Verse 3 presumes that we, we already know that he is God. It actually starts, it says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It presumes we already have the revelation of, of who he is. That he is our Lord and, and he is our creator. He's the one that, that he sits high and, and he, he looks low. He sees everything, but he's, he's very aware of us. He's very aware of you, and he's very much aware of me. God knows about all of us, and he cares about all of us. Verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. If this is Psalms 100, be thankful unto him and, and bless his name. It's important that we publicly praise God. It's important, and that's why we're here this morning. That's why we're here this morning. It's important that we've we've gathered here that we haven't forsaken the assembling of ourselves together. It's important that we publicly praise God and thank Him for the privilege. And and, and don't don't mess this up. It is a privilege to to be here this morning. When you when you were walking uh, towards these doors, somebody could have come and quickly turned that key. And turned you back. But that didn't happen. We're allowed to come in here, and it's a privilege, and so we shouldn't take this lightly. If you remember, think back, think back just a little, just we we couldn't come here. The doors were locked. Access was denied. It was a sad time. It really was. We weren't happy. We wanted to come. People wouldn't let us. And we weren't happy about it. But now that that's not a thing, we got to come here when the doors are open. Every time the doors are open, we, we, we can't miss the opportunity to come here and, and praise God. In that time that we talked about it, yeah, we, we can praise him at home too, as we should. We can praise him at work as well we should. All right. Even if this place is shut down, we, we still offer him praise. Right, we still thank him, and we're, we're still grateful for, for, for what he's brought us from and, and where he's brought us to, whether we can get in here or not. But when we can, when we can come to the sanctuary and be surrounded by like-minded folk, we should take advantage of all of those opportunities. Right, we should take advantage of every instance where that's available to us. Psalm 122, this is, this is, this is David. David says, I was glad. This is 122 and 1, verse 1 of Psalms. Says David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I see some smiling faces, but I, I wonder, could I get some hands up? Is anyone glad to be in the house of the Lord? I knew I was going to get some hands. I knew I was going to get some hands. I knew I was going to get some hands. Because I know that you are. I, I know that you're happy. I know that you're glad to be in the house. As well, you should be. As well, we should be. In verse 2, it says that our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Yeah, our feet should stand uh, within the gates, O Jerusalem. That's verse 2 of chapter 122. And, and, you know, under this new covenant of the blood, you and I, we're not just limited, all right, to, to standing in the parking lot. All right? All right. We're not limited just to entering just within the gates and just standing in the courts on this new covenant, the, the blood, right, we can, we, we can get into the Holy of Holies. Uh, we can get to where before only the priests could get. But we've got our own individual access now. All right? We've got our own individual access to God, direct connection to him. All right, so we just don't have to come in and then stop. There's no line here. We can keep on going into this thing. We can get as deep in this thing as we want to. All right, we control that. We control that. We'll talk a little bit about that as we continue to go in. But, yeah, we don't have to stop uh, just beyond the gates. and we don't, we, we don't have to stop in the courts and just kind of, okay, this is nice right here. Right, we can get deep into the Holy of Holies. Right, we, can, we can connect directly 
to God and have direct communion with him. Hebrews chapter 10 verse, verse 19 says, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter in the holiest of holies. And I said this, by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Verse 5 of Psalm 100 says, well, it does say, this says that uh, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. And earlier we talked about it. We were happy. We were glad for that truth. That truth of Jesus. We all have the rights. We all have the rights, right? And we have the reason, many reasons really, to, to praise the Lord. We have the ability to offer our praise to him. Every day in, in, in every instance, right, we can offer praise to God. We, we have that ability, all right? You know what? I don't, I, don't like, I don't like in church when it doesn't matter who. Uh, Sister Valerie, they, they grab the mic or they just stand before the people and they say praise the Lord. I like when they say praise the Lord. What I don't like is when the church just echoes praise the Lord back. But then there's nothing beyond that. Because praise the Lord, that's, that's like a, a direction. It's like a command. It should be like action. Follow behind it. Right? Sister Lawrence, if I say praise the Lord, yeah, praise She's clapping her hands. Right? It's not like a greeting like good morning. If I say good morning, yeah, okay, it's fine. Good morning back. Okay, that's cool. But if I say praise the Lord and nothing happens behind that, some, you know, Paxton's 35 years old and he's still living in my basement and I say go get a job, he's not going to look at me, yeah, go get a job. <laughs> no, I need action. I need to go get a job. So when we say praise the Lord, and, and it does, it bothers me. It doesn't matter where I am, praise the Lord. I, praise the Lord. No, we should, we should do something. There should be some action behind that because it, it's, a, it's a directive. It's, 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 it's a commandment. I don't know. It's just, it always has. I don't know if you feel the same way. All right. It, there should be some visible or audible um, expression of, of our praise whenever we hear praise the Lord. A familiar verse of scripture, uh, Psalms, Psalm 150 and verse 6. Psalm 150 and verse 6. Let everything. I said we all have the ability, and I know it's going to get to here. Uh, we all have the ability because the Bible says let everything that hath breath, praise the Lord, right? The only requirement, simply the breath. I could praise him. And so can you. I'm looking across. Uh, I know when someone doesn't have breath, all right? I'm looking across right now. All right, <laughs> we're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good this morning. Uh, some of you making me nervous, all right? But we're doing good. Everyone, right, on the sound of my voice, Right now, we can, we can praise the Lord. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Pass the test. Absolutely. We can all do it. Every single one of us because we've got the breath. Because that's, that's, the, that's the only requirement. Right? That's the only requirement. I, I can praise because I have breath. And sometimes... Sometimes we are thrown by this concept of praise because we think that our praise is tethered to or tied to our good days or our bad days, right? We, we, we think that our, our praise is dependent, right, and, and, and incumbent on, uh, so, correction, our praise is only dependent and incumbent on life, not what life has thrown at us. Not what life has surprised us with. <laughs> no, no, that's not the, the prerequisite. It's just that you have life, right? Because life is going to throw some things at us, right? Life is going to throw some things at us. There's going to be times where we're going to have to decide, um, observe, orient, right? Decide and then act. We're going to have to orient ourselves and then, and then just keep on keeping on, all right? Because life is going to throw our loop, all right? Throw us, throw us for a loop, all right? And that's just life. That's, that's just what life does. But when we have life, uh, because we have his breath, we, we just got to keep on praising. We just got to keep on praising. Yeah. We got to keep on praising. And whether, and whether that praise is the hand clap, whether, and, and you got a thunderous clap there, sir. You got a thunderous clap, Brother Christian. And whether your clap is as thunderous as, as Brother Christian's, 
all right, or whether you're the highest leaper or whether you're just the loudest singer, it doesn't matter what your praise is. You just got to direct it towards God. That's what you got to do. You got to direct it towards God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, again, our, our, it's, our, our praise is just dependent and coming on, on life. Right? And sometimes we forget it, you know, because we look real nice. Everybody, you, you look nice today. Right? You look real nice, and, and, and we put on our Sunday best. And, and sometimes we forget that, that, that really, we, we, get, we get to, uh, you know, what to say, high and sadity. I can't even spell that. That's like to say it. But, but really, really, we, we, just, we just glorify dirt balls. I mean, that's, when, you, when you think about it, and I know some of you, oh, he called me a dirt ball. Where do you find that? I'll tell you where I found it. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the Bible clearly says, I read it, I read it. It says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. Dirt ball, glorified dirt ball. I see it. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and then he did what? Yeah, he breathed. In his nostrils, the breath of life, and, and, and we, all of us, we, all of us, became a living soul, all right? We're, we're not too good. We're not too good to, to praise God. We're not too good. We're not too good to, to praise God. The situation we're going through is not so bad that we can't say, thank you, Jesus, for bringing me this far. And I'm looking forward, God, to you getting me through this so I can thank you for getting me this far. And when you've gotten me this far, I'm going to thank you again for getting me this far because the goal, really the goal is getting me from, from here to there. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get from, from here to there just as long as you don't stop. Here, just as long as your, your praise doesn't stop while you're on this side. Because if your praise stops on this side, this is not where the victory lies. This is not where the victory lies. So if I'm going to make it to victory, I'm going to have to step over here. But if my praise stops if I stop acknowledging God and thanking him for keeping me, I'm going to have a hard time getting over there. I'm going to have a hard time getting over there. And that's, that's all of us. That's all of us. That's you. That's me. We're, we all have the same testimony. Trials, troubles. But we all serve the same God. We all serve the same God. The same God we read about, his mercy that, that is, is everlasting, his, his truth, right, his truth that, that endureth, right? The, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's in the Bible too. That's the same God. So we say it, right, very nice. We write songs about it. But, yeah, if he did it back then, he can do it again. If he did it before, he'll do it again. That's truth. That's the truth of God. That's the truth of God. That's what we, that's what we hold to. That's why we praise him. Because we, we have that truth, right? the revelation. We know who he is and we know what he's capable of. That's why um, and how I'm able to give him praise. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise continually. We talked about it. Our, our praise can't stop. It's got to be continual. The things that come from us, it goes on further to say that is the fruit, fruit, wow. the fruit, <laughs> the fruit, all right, of our lips doing what? Giving thanks to him. Yeah. How often? No, let me go back and read it. Yeah, continually. Yeah, that's what I'm sure. I just want to make sure. If, you know, sometimes you get a different version, you got to yeah, continually, it can't stop. All right, it's got to keep on going. It's got to be in perpetual motion. Psalm 96 declares the glory of the Lord to the whole world in all 13 verses. Uh, and within those 13 verses, it speaks to three distinct groups. Right? The people of God, that's, that's you, that's me. All, right? all the nations, those that believe and those who don't. 
right? And, and finally, to creation itself. So Psalm 96, starting at the, the first verse, it says, O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord, bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. Verse 4, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared, that's reverenced, above all gods. For all gods of the nations are idols, translated nothing. Those idols, they're, they're nothing. All right? But, but the God, he did what? Yeah, he made the heavens. Right? That's, what, that's what our God can do. That's what our God can do. Honor, verse 6, honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. We've already talked about that. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him. All the earth, that's everyone again. Say among the heathen that the Lord, he reigneth. He reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Verse 11, let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Verse 12, let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord, for he cometh. For he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. What I like about Psalm 96 is it really goes, I said no one's, ex no one's excluded from, from praise. And, and we're not, even, even creation itself, even creation itself not exempt. It talks about it uh, here in verse 11. The seas are not exempt. All right, the fields are not exempt. Uh, the trees, yeah, they shake their little leaves. They praising God too. Thank you, Jesus. I'm still connected. Though the winds may blow, I'm still here. They give him praise the way they can. And we're going to give God the praise the way we can. Again, your praise is specific to you. I don't need you to praise God the way I praise God. You have to praise God the way you praise God. So we're talking a lot about Psalms, and I already referenced David, you know, the author, poet, lyricist, the king. You know, and, and a lot of the songs we know were, were written by King David. What sometimes we don't consider, what sometimes we don't consider is that some of the most uplifting, encouraging, and, and, and praise-filled psalms that David wrote, right, they came in time of great despair and deep reflection. But these dark times, right, that David had, and he, he, had, a, he had a few, and we're going to look at, he had, he had a few, and we're going to look at some of them, it didn't keep him from, from praising, didn't keep him from uh, raising his hallelujah. Uh, dark times did not, did not darken his praise. David was able to, in the dark times, still see the light. Psalm 30 and, and verse 5 says, for his anger endureth, speaking of Jesus, speaking of God, speaking of God, for his anger endureth but a moment and his favor is, is life. And the part that most of us know, weeping right, may endure for a night, but, but joy cometh in the morning. So, so we praise God for his, his favor, right, and for speaking into our lives, right? And he is our joy. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says the joy of the Lord, right, it, it, it is our strength. It is our strength. So, yeah, the, those, those long nights, that's okay. Long nights, they're going to end too. And I'm going to praise it's only going to, I'm crying. I know, I know, I know I'm crying. I'm crying. Those tears are real. Those tears are real. Uh, my pain is real. My distress, my discomfort, that, that's real. Yeah, but my praise, that's, that's real too. Right? Your praise, it's, it's real too. And, and the, the praise is what's going to triumph because the joy, it comes in the morning. Lord, the Lord, that, that is our strength, the joy. We're, I, I'm not strong because of me. 
I'm not strong because of me. If if I if I walked away from the source, I I, I wouldn't have strength. I got to stay connected to the source. I got to stay connected, and I need a direct connection, not anybody else's connection. Well, I see all the people praising, but that praise ain't gonna get me from here to there. It looked good. Thank God for you and your praise. But but I gotta pick them up and put them down somehow myself. Or else I'm going to be stuck here in this place. And we know that David had a very interesting life. And uh, <laughs> really, I started at us at Sister Valley. I know you like Christmas and uh, Christmas music. You do. And, and I really started thinking about songs and really looking at David's life. I was like, not very Christmassy. Uh, David's life was more like a, a country song. Yeah. And I'm sure many a country song has has drawing inspiration from the life of the King David, all right? Because it was, it was some good times, but then some sad times too, right? And, and it really was. It really was. So I know, I know there's some country um, artists who have made millions off King David, off King David. You know, he had a lot of ups and downs and triumphs, right? He had some defeats. Right? But, but really, I, I want to look real quick at, at some of his more notable triumphs. I want to look at some of King David's most notable triumphs. We, we may or may not be familiar with the fact that, that with his two hands, he, he, he killed a, a, a bear. And he killed a lion. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do. With weapons, much less with bare hands. And, you know, if it was just a lion, you'd be like, man. <laughs> that's cool. But then a bear, too? That's crazy. But he did it. He did it. And look, he should be recognized. And look, I, I wouldn't want to, I don't even want to go to a sleeping lion, much less one that's angry trying to take my sheep. All right? And that's what, and that's what he faced, and, and he was victorious. We know that early as a young man that, that, that uh, God, through the prophet Samuel, anointed David to be king. If you haven't even been in church one day, you probably know that David, he killed Goliath. He killed Goliath, and, and then he got to marry the king's daughter. And then he became, David became uh, a hero in King Saul's army. He did really good things. He was anointed king, then he became king of Israel. He conquered Jerusalem. David brought the ark of the covenant to Jerusalem. God told David, look. Your throne is going to last forever. Man, that's really good. God said he's a man after my own heart. These are some really good things for David, some from notable things, definitely some ups, some highs, some triumphs, some, some victories. All of these things, I'm sure, gave him reason to praise. As well they should. It makes sense that we should praise God in our triumphs. It makes sense that we should praise him in our victories. If we're not praising him in our triumphs and victories, we're not going to praise him on those bad days. That's almost guaranteed. If you can't praise him when things are going good, my, my, my. You're not going to praise him when things aren't going so good, so well, right? But David, just like us, right, just like you and just like me, he was a flawed man. Because right, this humanity, this flesh, it just grabs a hold of us. All right, so he was a flawed human, just like us. And as many uh, triumphs and victories, he had some not-so-good days. We said that David was successful. He was a hero in the king's army. And um, at some point, the king then got jealous. All right, David had to run, jumped out the window. All right. Living as an outlaw, those aren't good days. And then, you know, then... Bathsheba, we know her. We know that David committed adultery with Bathsheba, and she became pregnant. Then compounding that, David conspired to kill the husband, Uriah, poor fellow. All right. Um, but you know what? David repented. He confessed his sin. He repented. God forgave him. But unfortunately, that first child, it's, it still died. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. You know, David's other son, Absalom, tried to take his kingdom. That's not good. And, and finally, um, God told him, look, you're a man after my own heart. You are. You are. 
but you can't build this temple for me. Because right? everything you've done, you're, you're a man of blood is what the Bible says. So I love you. Your, 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 um, your family, you, they're going to be blessed. Right? They're going to be blessed. Um, your throne is going to last forever, but, but you can't build this temple. You can't build this temple because of the life you've lived. But your family is still going to be blessed. So we have some goods, some goods, some bads, some highs, and some lows for David. And the thing about it in the instance is all these, the, the, the bad days, wasn't necessarily because David sinned. Not all these are perpetuated by his sin. It's just some, you know, the lows of his life. In the instances where David did sin, though, he did repent. And God forgave him, and he gave praise to God. Right. David could have been very much bummed out when God said, you know, um, nah, you can't build a temple. You can't build it. All right. David really wanted to. He had, he had some big dreams. He, he, knew, he knew what he wanted to put in it. But you know what? David, David didn't, he didn't pout. You know, really, uh, following that news from, from the prophet Nathan, all right, following that news, David, this is what David says in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 22. Following the news that, look, you can't build this temple. All right. You can't build this temple. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 22. David declares, wherefore thou art great, O Lord. What? He just told you you can't build a temple. And you started off with thou art great, O Lord God. Man, all right. There's no one else like you. All right. Neither is there any God beside thee according to all that we have heard. I've heard a lot about a lot of people. There's nobody like you. Even though you told me this bad news, I'm still going crazy because you're still great. And that's how we should be because it's still true. The whole thing about it is whether we acknowledge God's greatness or not, he's still great. He's still great. Whether we acknowledge it, whether we acknowledge it, it's just better when we do acknowledge it. All right? It's just better when we do acknowledge it because he's, he's trying to lead us into something. He's trying to take us into something. He's trying to take us to something. See, David laid out the perfect blueprint for us to follow. Failure, disappointment, and dismay should be closely followed by praise. God is still great despite our circumstances. He's still worthy of our praise no matter what troubles or challenges come our way. So when we're reading our Bible and, and, and we see praise, um, there's other synonyms, synonyms that, that are used uh, to represent praise. We might see bless or exalt or extol, magnify, uh, thank, or even confess, all synonyms for praise. To praise God is to, to call attention to his glory. To praise God is to call attention to his glory. Glory describes the splendor, the holiness, and the majesty of God. Now, we can experience God's presence in a, in a tangible way. Looking really quickly at 2 Chronicles chapter 5, starting at, at the 13th verse. 2 Chronicles chapter 5, starting at the 13th verse. This is now um, David's son, King Solomon. He has completed the temple, and we're moving, we're, it's moving day. It's moving day, and the, we're, we're getting this, the Ark of the Covenant. All right, we're setting that where it's supposed to be. All right, because now uh, the temple's ready. And this is what the Bible says, again, 2 Corinthians 5, 13. It says, it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking God. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. In verse 14, it says, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. And, and really, as I was reading this, I just thought how awesome that would be today. Today, if, if as we praise God as we lift him up in worship, that, that God's glory would so, so fill the house. Not, not just that we'd have to shut it down and our agenda would be thrown out, but that his glory would be so thick, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. Because it talks about we, we, we're as one, the trumpeters with the singing, everything together. 
There's another time it says they're all with one mind, they one accord, and the Holy Ghost fell then. What would happen today if we would all get in one mind, get in one accord with our praise? What would happen truly in this place if God would just come and say, you know what? I don't care how many songs you wanted to sing. I don't care what agenda you really had. But this is what's going on right now because I'm here right now. What would, have, what would we do? What would we do? Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let your glory, God, let it fill the house today, Lord God, as we lift you, God, as we praise you, God, as we bless your name, Jesus. Let your glory fill, Lord God. Let your glory fill this place, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God, that there be a tangible representation, God, of you in this house today, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Change our agenda, Lord God. Change our protocol. When you show up, God, we're going to do what you say to do, God. We're going to follow you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, my, my, my. Hallelujah. So from, from you know, the kids, the kids are going to start us off this morning. Yeah, they're kids. <laughs> the glory can be felt in that too. The glory can be felt in that too. All we've got to do is be of the same mind as them. That's what happened. They're all in the same minds. All we've got to do is think like they do. And we know they want to praise. So all we got to do is think like them. And there's no telling what God's going to do in this place today. No telling what God's going to do today in this place. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And that, that, that original uh, 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 word for praise in the Greek, uh, epinos, means, means to sing. Means to sing. And again, we're, we're going to sing some songs. So as we start to sing today, yeah, we're giving praise. And, and what are you going to do, God? You're going to hear such a beautiful sound coming from this congregation. What is the Lord going to be? How is he going to be moved by our praise? So to sing, to tell, to give, to confess means to be thankful for God's blessing and to declare it to others. So we're, we're thankful for the things that God has done. And then we, de we declare it to others. We declare it to them. We, we tell them. We use our words. Sometimes we show them. Sometimes we show them. Until when, 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 when James Phillips, he's running around here, he's telling everybody, God has been good to me. There's, I, there's no doubt. There's no confusion. There's no confusion there. There's no confusion there. David danced before the Lord with, with all his might. Bringing the ark to, to Jerusalem. Six paces dance, six paces dance, 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 dance. No doubt about it, he was happy. Nobody dancing when they're not happy. I don't have, like, natural rhythm. I, I gotta, the spirit really has to move on me for me to start dancing. So if you see me dancing, I'm happy. <laughs> Something got a hold of me and tugging me. I'm happy. David was happy. Not everybody was happy. Even his wife wasn't happy. What are you doing? What is this undignified praise? That's all right. I'm going to give him whatever kind of praise I can give. Because it may be a day I can't give him this kind of praise. So I'm not going to let you stop me from giving this praise now. I'm not, <laughs> not going to let you stop me from giving this praise now. You go ahead and, and do what you do. But I'm going to praise my God my way. I'm going to praise him this way. I'm going to praise them this way. Our praise is expressive. It, it looks like Thanksgiving. It, it sounds like Thanksgiving. Right? The Hebrew word here, I didn't, I didn't read it, so let me read it. Second uh, Samuel chapter 6, verse 14 through 15 says, And David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was girded with a linen ephod. Uh, verse 15, So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting. And with the sound of the trumpet. So uh, that word shouting there in, in verse 15, uh, the Hebrew word teruah, teruah, right, and it means acclamation of joy, right? battle cry. I wonder if, you know, <laughs> the glory is so thick today, we just hear a cry ring out from the congregation. Uh, the clangor of trumpets and, and rejoicing. Your praise is appropriate if it's pleasing to God. The same people that would think, your praise to be scandalous this morning on this Sunday morning, all right, would be the same people if you were doing the same thing at the, the football game, they'd be high-fiving and fist-bumping, all right. But because it's this setting, oh, no, you got to stop that. Simmer down now. But that ought not to be. 
that ought not to be. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with celebrating people and accomplishments. So if you go to a football game and you share, I'm not saying you can't do that, but there, there can't be a misappropriation of praise. I can't spell that word. Yeah, I wrote it, but I can't spell it. There can't, <laughs> there can't be a misappropriation of praise. Your praise has got to be rightly targeted. What are you aiming that praise at? So there's some people through time and over time. You may know these people. I didn't know some of these people. I knew this first guy. Well, I didn't know him personally, and I heard about him. <laughs> Alexander the Great, he was king of Macedonia and Persia. He was a pharaoh of Egypt. All right. Abbas the Great, uh, the fifth Shahanshah of Persia. Uh, Kashmir III, he was also called Great. He was the king of Poland. Herod the Great, king of Judea. Otto the Great. Uh, uh, he was a, a, a holy Roman emperor, and we had Hugh the Great. He was a count of Paris and, and Duke of the Franks. This list was really long. I was like, let me grab some of these people out here. Um, then for you hockey fans, we had Wayne Gretzky, and he was just the great one. He was the great one. I didn't want to leave him out. He was actually the first one I thought about, but I put him at the end of the list. Um, so look, these people, look, in their time, uh, and Wayne Gretzky is still with us, all right? In their time, they, they may have been good people. All right, and, and, and the things they did should have caused them to be held in, in high esteem. Uh, the things they accomplished, uh, they may actually have been cause for acclaim and recognition. My point this morning is that there's one that stands head and shoulders above all of those. <laughs> all right. Simply because he actually is great. <laughs> That's why he is great. He, look, he made all of them. <laughs> he made all of them. He is great. He doesn't, but look, he didn't have to put great in his name. Jehovah the Great. He just is. He just is. He just is. And, and, and we read in uh, Psalm 96, you know, the whole earth recognizes that. The whole earth. The whole earth. I know I said I was going to give you three reasons why. Um. God should get our praise. I really haven't given them yet. Time is running away from me. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I keep looking at the clock like it's going to slow down. It's not. <laughs> we're we're going to, if you don't remember anything, anything else from this morning, if you don't remember anything from this morning, remember this. God is great and greatly to be praised. Not because I said it. David said it a long time before me. Psalm 96 and, and uh, verse 4, all right. God is great, all right, and greatly to be praised. Um, <laughs> thanks, Brad. Um, God is great, and he is greatly to be praised. The songwriter, old song, old song, um, says, God is great, greatly to be praised, all right. And I was like, man, I like that song. Because it gets me happy when I sing that song. Because then he goes on and he says, glory, glory to his name. Then the first line was so good, he repeated it. He said, God is great and greatly to be praised. He finally finishes, bless the Lord, O my soul. And I haven't heard that song in a really long time. But it's one of those songs that they just, they just sing for 35 minutes. Same words, but but... 35 minutes later, I still haven't got tired of hearing it. And I still haven't got tired of singing it. Because God is great. And he is greatly to be praised. And if you don't remember anything else that we talk about today, God is great and greatly to be praised. You and I have, you and I have much to be thankful for. No doubt about it. God has certainly been good to us. The Lord is great and he is greatly to be praised. We just talked about it. Right? He is to be feared above all gods. When we praise God, uh, just because he is, we are being obedient to the word. We are following a natural inclination within us because we have received the revelation, and we've talked about it, that he, he is. Right? When we think about the great things that he has done, right, specific things that he has done for us, we begin to, to engage in, in worship. You know, we associate a certain worth and value to him based on what he has done for us. He's been better than good to us. The worship is derived from that old English word, worth-ship. W-O-E-R-T-H, 
W-O-R-S-H-I-P, worth-ship. So when we worship God, we are proclaiming or giving him back his worth. And some of you might have already figured it out because he's done so much for us that what? We could never give it all back. But check this. Don't let that stop you from trying. <laughs> we can't give it back. But don't let it stop you from trying. When we fear or we reverence God because of what he's done, praise and worship, praise and worship are closely connected, and a lot of times they are used interchangeably. You know, I, I praise God because I'm alive, because I have his breath in me. You know, I'm going to tell you and you and you about him because, because he's, been, he's been good to me. Because he's been good to me. Um, but, but sometimes I just, I, I, just I, I think about what he's done for me, all he's done for me. And, and, and sometimes something just starts to happen. I've been talking about it. Like, you start to get happy. Something out on the inside starts to stir in you. Because you're just thinking about the goodness of God because he's been better than good to me. Better than good to you. I'm more than just happy. I'm worshiping. I'm more than just happy to be alive and breathing. I'm more than just happy with my simple existence. Songwriter said he picked me up and he turned me around and he placed my feet on solid ground. Without him, I, I wouldn't be here. I'm going to let the whole world know, right, how good God has been to me. Worship takes us to that place in God, that secret place that Brother Henderson talked about last week. If you remember, he talked about he, God was your refuge. He was your, your shelter. He was your safety and protection. And that was Psalms 191, correction, Psalm 91, verse 1 to 2 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom in him will I trust. Again, Psalm 91, 1 through 2. Worship is not just something we heard about, it's, it's about something that we experience. Something that we experience. Worship is not based on my experience with God. Uh, worship is not based on my experience with God, it's based, sorry, not based on your experience with God. It's based on my experience with God. Real quick, three reasons why God deserves our praise. Three reasons why God should get our praise. First reason is the Lord is good. Psalm 103 Know ye not that the Lord, he is God, it is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He is so good that he gives good gifts to his children. He sends the rain, yeah, that's the symbol of blessing, upon the just and the unjust. He makes the sun to shine on both. He wants all people to know that he loves them. Uh, James 1 and 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness. And he doesn't change, neither shadow of turning. Every truly good thing in life comes from the Lord. No strings, no strings attached. Lots of people could give good gifts. And if you gave me a gift, good, a gift this morning, I would be most appreciative. I would. Lots of people have been good to me and done good things for me over the 38 years of my life. But, but no one, and I do mean no one, has been as good to me as God. No one. And guess what? Same testimony. You have the same testimony as I. No one has been better to us than God has been. The second reason that God deserves our praise, his mercy is everlasting. God's mercy never expires. It is new every morning. Time and time again, David would sin and fail and fall. But he always turned back to God. He always got up again. He always repented. And he always found that God's mercy was everlasting. David's story is the same as your story. It's the same as my story. We too often, yeah, we often we stumble and we fall. Because why? There's a nonstop war between our flesh and our spirit, between the carnal and the spiritual. All right, but while we sometimes like to pretend that we're perfect when we come uh, to church and sit in our favorite chair or favorite pew, all right, the truth is that we're not perfect, but we are redeemed. All right, we're not perfect, but we are loved. We are not perfect, but we are forgiven and made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. We praise God because of the new covenant. Remember, his spirit dwelling in us. We talked about it, the blood. Finally, the third reason that God deserves our praise, his truth. His truth endures to all generations. 
As we talk to others about God, we confess him to others. We praise him. We prove time and time again that his truth endures to all generations. We serve the same God today that David served some 3,000 years ago and the same God that Noah served thousands of years before that. If you read your Bible, we see all these people who hold on for dear life to the truth of who God is. A continuity of truth comes down um, to us through the ages and through the pages of this book, the Bible, that is unshaken by the ravages of time. Critics have come and gone, but this book, it still remains. Governments and empires, they have risen and tried to eradicate this book, but they have fallen. The Bible still stands. Philosophers have tried to suggest alternatives to this book's pure morality, but all human philosophies have failed to create the heart change that this book, the Bible, the Word of God, creates in humanity. The truth of who God is lives on through you and through me. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm closing. You, you want to stand with me? I, I'm closing. Uh, Psalm 104 says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We read it. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Our praise is not relegated to a specific time, location, or place. There are no constraints on our expression of praise or exuberance. The only restraints on our praise is placed there by us. I remind you, though, that the Bible does say, gives us some direction. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 32, it says, And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Uh, we control our praise. It goes on further to say in verse 33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40, says, Let all things be done decently and in order. Living hope. Let our daily walk be filled with thanksgiving and praise as we think on the goodness of the Lord. Let us bless his name continually. Could I just get us to throw our hands up in the air and just offer God some praise this morning. Lord, we so thank you, Lord Jesus, just for, just for what you've done in this time together, Lord Jesus. Your word, Lord God, it's, it's truth, Lord God. It's truth by design, Lord God. It's truth in its authenticity, Lord God. It's not going to change, Lord God. Not one jot, not one tittle, Lord God, because you're not going to change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever, God. I don't know what you're going to do today, Lord God, as we move forward into this worship service, but I know, Lord God, it's going to be be good for us, Lord God. I know, Lord God, we're going to be blessed by you, Lord God. And everyone, God, we're going to offer you a praise, God, that you deserve, Lord God. We're going to offer you a praise that you deserve in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Glory. I'm going to go ahead and open up the doors right now, but I know uh, the kids were in class Sunday school, and, you know, we had the, the hyphen. But when they come in, let's just show them that we know how to praise the God of our creation. Hallelujah. Amen.